Welcome, welcome to another Nas Jam session. Joining us again, it's good to be back. I've got some amazing co-hosts here that are going to run the show today for us anyway. Hang back until you guys talk about the Nile in and out. GM, GM, everyone. Uh, we are here for an anniversary chat with uh, Pixelot. Pixelot, thanks for being here with us. GM, hello. <laughs> yeah, thank you for inviting. Nice to have you. Let me just go through here a little, little program that we have. Of course, this is our usual show, the Nas Jam Sessions, here every Thursday, 9 p.m. We have our guest today, Pixelot. Welcome, welcome. It's, so, it's an honor to talk to you, I gotta say. Personally, I'm a big fan. Having you on the show is, uh, is really an honor, man. Thanks for being here. Thank you, thank you. Yes, thanks for inviting me and really interesting connection. Yeah, I just, I just went on Discord one time and then we connected. Simple. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so go let's start with you. Uh, for the, for the people, for the people that, for the people that don't know who Pixelord is, uh, who is Pixelord, and for the people that don't know you in the audience, the new new people. Yeah. Well, I'm being NFT an artist for two two years, and before that, I've been digital media artist making music and visuals and animations so all kinds of things it's hard as hard to say because i've been making uh, like musical albums with artworks and animations for for the music myself and also like club shows with music and visuals as well so it's all all kind of connected so i can pretty much make music and also make 3d um late lately i do photoshop ai art and stuff like that and also music but but less so these days it's more more focused on art because of the nfts so yeah that's that's, that's... let's let's look back uh i remember the first time i saw your your name come up on on my twitter twitter timeline was i want to say at the height of the nft mania back in 2000 2021 um i started seeing pixel all around you're doing a lot of very cool i want to say very cool derivatives of, of different projects and I think you were releasing them as one-on-one, and I, I was really amazed by the time you dropped this music piece that had sound design to it. I was like, "Wow, this is <laughs> this is practically impossible. This is really nice." So, uh, how did you how did you get into like digital art and crypto? Yeah, that time was actually really crazy, and I I used to sell my like GM punks. I I made GM punks, and they went crazy. Like they they were selling for like two four ETH at the top and uh, I wasn't expecting that actually I was selling them 4.1 initially yeah I was just making them every day 10 20 uh, of these gym punks based on uh, on crypto punks of course but with some crazy redesign and different 3d and pixel art so it's like all kinds of stuff you can find it in my link tree so if you never seen it and they're still like there's it's still there people most of people actually don't even sell it so they collect it and they keep it and that's that's the best for me like they just like it yeah i've used to make some other project um such as a uh, gm toads so it's like based on cryptos and those toads are basically saying gms and uh wag me and stuff like that so that was the time when, when all these gm um things started and i was like okay i need to maybe react on this somehow so <laughs> it was really fun to make some you know some cool stuff really fast and and the most uh, like I don't know the most fun of it, it was that I was just expecting something I was just experimenting at the same time I was making sound design for other NFTs and collaborations with some other artists and also making 3D NFTs and at the same time I was like okay I'm gonna launch these meme meme collections meme experimental collections and see what happens and yeah obviously it worked very well 
And from this point, I started to make kind of smaller collections. So that's how my, my journey starts. And then from that time, I was like, okay, I, I don't need 10K collections or something. I was going to try something. I was I was working with some uh, developers and it was very hard because like, I don't know, these are different people. We need to work together and figure out many things. Maybe it's not for me. So that's why I just decided to make smaller collections, 100, 300, or maybe even less. So yeah, I, I incorporated my music even in some of the collections. I made a small collection called Meta Ravers. So it's a, like a... Like a raver, yeah, yeah, it's like PFPs of different types of um, musical fans or ravers or club people. Um, and each each PFP has the music, so it's a basically small track, like one minute or maybe even less, made by me, of course, because I, I can make tons of music really in different styles, mostly electronic. So, yeah, these collections went pretty, pretty well, but then then some bear market happened, so I kind of paused my, my, my project. <laughs> And now mm-hmm. I'm back again making new art, drops, experimenting, you know, with with different uh, blockchains, especially like Bitcoin right now as well. Oh, oh no, we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> like we're gonna jump into the Bitcoin <laughs> NFTs, right? I, I I was really intrigued, you know, talking to you. I wanted to know for you in your journey, since you know you're deep in the NFT space, uh, you're you're a big creator. How how did you find nouns and Nasdaq? Like how did you get involved now? and what did you like about it i always knew about them some just from day one i guess from two uh, from uh, 2021 i immediately knew this is one of the top projects because it's kind of connected to cryptopunks and they look kind of same pixel art this clean simple but really like stands out there also the, the the good thing about such pfps you can see them immediately in any size so it's, it could be really small but you you can recognize them like like right now in this circle so yeah that's that's how i i, I knew that it's something that stands out and also of course the the way they distribute it is very different it stands out and i saw that each auction very goes very like high and people buy it for crazy amounts of money and i always wanted them so but yeah I was like, okay, maybe it's it's not for me. It's it's too expensive for me. I'm not a collector. I'm not a. I don't know like that much about about NFTs. I don't have time to you know collect and resell and do something this and that. So, so yeah, that's why I was just I was just around. I was just discovering what's going on around. I, I've I've seen many projects around nouns and this latest uh, NARS. Uh, of course, I liked it because it's it's a kind of a same concept but lower prices and also. It kind of look pretty much the same, but it's faster. So yeah, I kind of okay. I'm gonna try because maybe this is a good time. We are on a bear market. We're mostly around the bottom. Maybe it's a good time to collect some some NFTs for for a long time. But just you know, to to have it, just to have it for years, maybe months. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, I need this. I need this because I see people people buy it. I see it's actually good looking. It's very connected to now. And also, I like that uh, you have the, the good community all these uh, ideas to you know help creators to create some proposals and to you know push some projects and I, I thought like yeah maybe I need some community to to kind of join or maybe try to join to try to be around because I'm only I only talk to 
artists mostly and collectors so i'm not in any kind of communities i don't even have pfps as you can see it's just my one of my works on the pfp i don't wear pfps mostly i don't uh so that's why i, I thought yeah i just want to try it and bid and somehow I, I i won maybe just when i bought it somebody didn't see the the bid or something and it was just really easy and cheap i, I was like oh nice it's a, it's a good sign i need to just keep it and then i went to discord so yeah and then i was like i talked to people I, I told them, yeah, I make art. I, I maybe I should do some collaborations with based on the nouns, uh, the gnars. So that's how we connected. Yeah. So, thanks a lot. I wanted to pick your mind. I mean, you're a great artist. You've been in the space for a long time. I'm sure you have quite uh, quite some opinions on number one, like CC zero. What do you think about CC zero art and where it stands? And then creator royalties. What do you think about that? For CC0, you know, I think it's it's pretty cool now. I, I don't have a, anything against it. Yeah, I mentioned that my uh, crypto, uh, my uh, GM thoughts are CC0, so people can do remix or some use them some, somehow. But uh, recently, I've seen some <laughs> some interesting actions. Like I don't remember who this guy. He 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 just made uh, open edition from uh, X copy, I guess, right? I think he 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 sold his, just his work as an open edition. His one one didn't even change anything because he was CC zero. And it it's kind of strange, but also fun. But also it's an interesting concept. As you can you can do whatever because it's <laughs> there's no rules if it's like that. Uh, so it's fun. It depends on how people use it. So use it clever. So that's that's why it should be you know not every CC zero case is good. Sometimes it's it's maybe harmful, right? I see. I mean, I mean, yeah, you, you can imagine how people can use it. If, like, imagine some small artist made an artwork, he decided to make CC0, and he was like, okay, I sold it for, I don't know, point, point 0.1 or something. He was happy and, and went on, and then somebody took it, and then maybe made it a huge brand and sold T-shirts, sold, I don't know, animation shows, and made millions, and like, oh my god, this this author of the, the artwork. And they were like, oh... What I can do about this? It's CC zero. <laughs> I see. I, I, I think you know CC zero is a it's like a double-edged sword. You know those Japanese double-edged swords that you know you hold it wrongly, it can cut you, but if you hold it right, can be able to you know cut anything in the world. Uh, and you're right. I, th- I I used to stand on the mountains like everything should be, especially with digital art, since it is since it is so. I would say I don't want to say easy to make, but it's a bit easier than you know tra- traditional art i used to stand on that mountain to say like hey can we have everything cc zero but then i think after discussions with a lot of people on these stages uh, i realized not everything needs to be cc zero and i like the example you have given because you know a small artist may find this uh, may find this a bit a, a bit tough to do you know to, to make all their art cc zero um, but yeah, it, it's it's an interesting concept, and you know, I think a DAO like Nas is able to play around with it because you know, for us, everything is proliferation, so all the artwork, everything that we do, can be CC zero. But yeah, it depends. What 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 about uh, creator royalties? What do you think about this? Because I remember it was a few, I think, a few weeks ago. It was uh, a matter that a lot of people were commenting on, and some are like, you know, let just not enforce creator royalties. Let the collectors have a chance to also make some good money on this. But what do you think about that? So before you answer, I'm curious as well. Um, what you lean more towards, as far as like higher editions or like one of ones, and if you think that that has any impact on 
on like how you feel about work well depends on on what kind of work is it on what kind of project or concept like i think in both are great so if an artist make uh, additions he has a separate collection for that and let's say most of the most of the people in nft space can collect it because it's cheap like 10 bucks or something 10 20 and this is cool because it's like it's in a way it's a, it's a donation it's like a, he like myself i made artwork i just like i don't have to think about how much i sell if i sell or not how much copies will it be it's like it's a free market people just decide what supply is gonna be it's amazing they just like if they love it supply is gonna be high if they don't also twitter and algorithm decides like if they don't see it somehow it's hidden or i don't know somehow they missed it it's gonna be low supply okay i don't care i mean like i have an open edition collection and some of the pieces are really low just because i don't know maybe it was a weekend or something people didn't see much they just minted uh, like uh, 20 or 30 and some pieces are 1000 and so the rare pieces are more rare and it's cool and the price always mostly the same and like when they buy it it's just a support it, me myself i buy open editions all the time if i if i like the art it's i don't even list and don't even go and list them i don't even check what's up with the floor i, I don't care it's just it's it's cool art I, I need them i need them to be in my wallet so yeah these people they just buy it and basically they fund your work and if they go if it's going to the moon of course it's cool to have royalties maybe 10% or less I think it's uh, the artist decides if it's zero okay yeah, I, some artists want want to be like that maybe some projects yeah maybe some meme projects maybe some projects they try to be like all the community they completely go free mint and zero royalties for some reason maybe they have I don't know some plan it's interesting as a concept but as a single artist who lives from this I think it's important to have royalties, royalties and as I said before like if you go really high and your oldest work are gonna sell for thousands of millions and you don't have anything from that and you don't have them already like imagine those works from 2020 2021 um some of them were sold really cheap that time and like in a few years later who knows we go really high we go in museums and we need some royal because we live of that i don't do anything else i don't work i just make art i love that and i think i think you know after some because uh being on the side of the collector you know you also most of the collectors in the space you know you're looking to make some cash off this of course so if if this movement helps the relationship between collector and artist to be to be more i want to say like everyone is happy i think it would be be a cool part because in tra traditional art the thing i i realized very quickly was that if the artist if the artist doesn't get like uh, a big a big payment up upfront uh, it, it's it's a bit tricky it's a bit tricky because like some african artists who have done some great work i mean the collectors take the art and then they resell it for huge amounts and the artists have no access to that type of that type of capital and yet you know that would change the artist's life and you know the artist gets to make more art which of course makes that feedback loop where the, the collector even has uh, a bigger a bigger art, I want to say, art position. 
so it is it is nice i, I think i think i think you're right it depends it really depends and it's beautiful yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes sense it makes sense to help the the artist i mean so if you if i'm as a collector i don't even check the world i don't even i i won't go like say oh my god 10 i don't even count if i sell it i sell it it's cool a profit is profit yeah. i mean i sold many works from people that i collect which i didn't even plan to sell like even two years ago it was so many times like i just buy for fun and i just like list for fun let's say like double price maybe just in case it sells and like in six months or something i see sale what the fuck is this oh okay this this <laughs> guy made it big like he's a known he's a well-known oh my god i shouldn't sell it <laughs> i had few people like that man i i didn't know that tezos had the nft mafia over there jeez yeah back in the days <laughs> there were like really crazy crazy sales <laughs> i remember <laughs> when i was experimenting in tezos when we started it was a really great bull market in tezos tezos was seven bucks at that time now it's one <laughs> so in, in on tezos you could list an, an artwork and some bots you don't even tweet they somehow they they were checking the tezos accounts and they were maybe they were monitoring it, like tezos wallet and if you mint and list they were just directly minting from you before you even tweet so i had this couple of times i was like oh my god i didn't tweet and it sold out and i was like okay maybe i need to raise the price and that's how yeah that's how it happens it's it's good yeah it's like a demand but real people cannot collect these these resellers they try to buy before everyone else strange yeah i mean i mean we had a we had a similar conversation in nas and uh, i think the proposal passed like two maybe a week ago about a week ago uh where the whole point was we had zero royalties i believe we had zero royalties and a very big whale it's very strange calling him a whale since you know i now know him a bit personally but a very big whale came in and really swept nas want he wants to buy a lot of nas at the same time and not have to wait over on the auction so yeah I think it's uh is it Geffen? No no it is uh, Nali Queen who who suggested that you know what let's have a small royalty on our on our pieces on on our nas so that in the future as many people discover this project and they they're aping in and you know most collectors of course who find nas want to support the movement want to support uh, the extreme the artistry of extreme sports so yeah we had a back and forth in the group uh, some people wanted 2.2.69% royalty some people wanted 4.20 uh i was on the 420 i was in the 4.20 you know camp as you know hashtag for the culture uh but yeah yeah actually i, I remember I, when i was tra- trying to buy i had the bad luck maybe for three times because i was bidding and i was like okay i'm winning it's amazing it's really just like one hour left <laughs> and then I, i just completely forgot about it and i came back like okay this guy he, he just like he just outbid me and just just a little bit time i bid and he came again and i was like okay i forgot again like there's no notifications no email no nothing i just switched somewhere else and i was like oh man i missed it so yeah three times i missed it yeah we have uh, i don't know wait, oh yeah we have a special channel in uh the nas discord called the auctions channel and there's a role in there called the sniper role uh yeah you just check it out you'll see why someone was getting to you sorry someone was getting it yeah, for yeah, you I but he was the sniper yeah he was sniping exactly my stuff because he was like oh this guy pixel lord he's an artist <laughs> he wants to, <laughs> to buy it and he was sniping for me like three times do you guys have any questions for pixel lord i mean it's the pixel lord himself here with us today 
ask jam sessions you can ask him some few questions that uh, you have been burning to ask him for the, for the past two years or something that you have seen him yeah no questions then i'm going I, to I, I, I missed the now. first part of the spaces um pixel lord would you be interested in uh, uploading some of your artwork to a to a platform like this in the future you think or do you know how it works you want a quick quick rundown or explainer uh, what, what kind of platform are you talking about? Yeah, check out uh, that's nar.ly, you, uh, your web mm -hmm. browser. It's basically uh, NAR's DAO's own kind of extreme sports social network. And the way it works is instead of everybody chasing social cloud and the platform trying to suck you in with uh, addicting videos all the time so they can earn ad revenue, instead what happens is we have a, a nice community-owned platform where athletes and creators are empowered to connect with their fans and supporters and make money by like minting their content as uh, nfts yeah so it's like just uh, like a feed or like you just share things like you what you create you just share things thoughts yeah yeah so the cool. question is yeah would, would you be into putting your artwork as something like that where you and other artists put in your stay yeah try to get an account or i don't know if, you, if there's accounts like like here in twitter and then maybe to upload some some art there as well i don't know uh, well, each new every social network is a kind of hard hard to get in, as sure. you all know. I guess yeah, it's true because we just have this and that already. We have a Twitter, and I mostly don't use anything else because I like oh, Instagram. It's it's kind of the same for me. It doesn't even have a, a text or comments and, and retweet button. And TikTok, I don't use. I don't use TikTok. I was trying to make something on TikTok. <laughs> it was fun, but no, not for me. So yeah. Well, well, with this, all you need is a ETH address to be able to post. Ah, wow, yeah, that's amazing. Gotta try. Yeah, send me a link. I, I'm on phone. I, I couldn't find the link, or maybe it just been up on top. But Pixel, where 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 are you from? Uh, where are you from in the world? Is it Europe? Yeah, in Russia, near oh, Moscow. Yeah, you're in Russia, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in Moscow right now, so it must be like five. Near, I, I live in, in live in the countryside, so it's kind of not 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 in, not in Moscow, but yeah, it's it's more in the forest kind of. <laughs> Man, it's, it's it's nice that you're you're in Russia, and you know, you know, shockingly that we Nasdaq has not done anything in uh, in Russia, so I guess I guess oh. that's something we could look into. Yeah, like we could get some local skaters or snowboarders that we can. Awesome. Yeah, it's a huge, huge uh, community. I'm sure of it. And there's because there's lots of uh, snowy hills and stuff. Just like the snowboarders, very, very big community. As my, as far as I, as far as I know, it's all connected to music very much, to beats, beats music, to hip hop and stuff. And I, I've, I've been playing a few times in these people's, uh, you know, like festivals or something when there were people skateboarding and I was DJing around them. <laughs> it was pretty much fun. Very cool. I love that. And you know, Nas, Nas. Essentially, you know, we are trying to beat Red Bull. So we also have a Nas music section that is still under experimentation. So I guess after the success of the first one, we could have you also make some Nali music for us. I think that would be that would be beautiful. I've always loved it, man. Like music and extreme sports. Generally, music and sports, it's uh, it's inseparable. It's inseparable. I love to make um, like you know mixes with certain proposed. So it's like a, a mix for this, mix for that, mix for sports, mix for chilling out. So a mix for tripping. And so I used to make mixes and upload them to my SoundCloud. So some of them are still there. So maybe somewhere in the future I could create some sports mix for not just a mixtape, you know, as a like one hour. 
something of uh, my favorite electronic music or maybe my music mixed with uh, others' music as a seamless mix with all, all cool stuff in it. So yeah, I could try that. I very much love that. Yes, so Pixel Lord, man, I really want to appreciate you making time to come out and have a chat with us today. It was really nice hanging out with you. I know it's uh, a little bit late where you are and yeah, but it's just nice that uh, we have you on stage. I don't know if you have any not for not final words, no, not final words, final remarks that you want to give out before we close. Yeah, thank you for inviting. It's okay, yeah, we go, like, I sleep uh, in the morning, so, yeah, stay late here, so. This is interesting, great conversation, great chat, and it's cool that I can actually share my knowledge, share, like, my experience, because, like, usually it's, it does make sense when I just stay alone with my, me and my art. I cannot share anything than just visually, and when I speak to people, it's, it's much more interesting and opens myself to me as well as to you guys so thank you for the interest thank you so much yeah i'm i'm glad that I, we're making this collaboration little piece and i hope people like it i hope i finish it in a couple of days and we drop it next week and what else yeah like don't i just want to say if you if you guys make art if you make something if you create and uh, hang out in community don't don't be scared to make experiments just try to make something that's never been there just go experiment that's what I try to do. Like use things that not supposed to be used like that. That's what I use. That's how I use manifold basically lately and AI and I don't know what else. So yeah, all these kinds of things. And I, I, I think that's what NAR is about. That's what NAR is about because like this, this type of distribution and this type of communities we don't see anywhere else. So this NFT is used as not no one else uses. So that's how we, how you do it. That's how we do it. And it's interesting too for me. It's like I don't, I'm not familiar with DAO and stuff like that and proposals and community chats and spaces so for me it's interesting to like dive in a little bit and see what's going on here and maybe connect in future and on an, on a, some interesting level connect and make something exciting together so yeah thanks for having me yeah i guess i guess that's it for today that has been the nas jam session celebrating the anniversary but with that i guess we are, we are free to go now thanks everyone for coming <laughs>